Typical four. You rise through the ranks of spellers and represent your school at the state competition, lasting a few rounds before going out on the word y'all, which you spell with an O instead of an A. But even that defeat is treated like a victory, and back at school there are congratulations aplenty. Someone jokingly asks if you're on the recording for We Are the World, and you laugh, but there's also menace in the joke. And you think, careful, careful, careful. You don't really understand backlash until that spring when new Coke debuts, and even though the soda delivers everything it promises, there's such a stink about it that they bring back the old Coke, and there's a rumor that the guy who came up with the idea was fired, and you think about that maybe more than you should when you're selected as the valedictorian speaker and over the summer as you think ahead to your freshman year. The summer of repeated viewings of Back to the Future and Miami Vice reruns, if only to stay out of the crushing heat. Waiting for the sun to set, to walk the neighborhood with your boombox playing Van Halen's 1984, crashing party lines for however many cents a minute at night. The summer, all the girls dressed like Madonna. Consternation that the Like a Virgin tour wasn't coming to Phoenix. The rumor that Madonna had a revolving bed on stage while she was singing. Or maybe it was Prince, another tour that wasn't coming to Phoenix, though it didn't matter because you had to be 17 to go. Everyone wondering why. Wild sexual rumors as guesses. The kid who had a copy of Purple Rain on Betamax. The kid who asked, where's the beef so much people started avoiding him. That was the summer of Live Aid. The kids starving in Ethiopia. Phil Collins playing the London show and then flying to America on the Concorde for the other show the same day. Jack Nicholson everywhere that day too. Everyone cooing over a band called U2 taking the job at the fish and chips down the street from your future high school, slinging monster burgers, Dixie dogs, fish sandwiches, fries with everything, using the money to catch Weird Science, your new favorite movie replacing St. Elmo's Fire, your other favorite movie, but tied with The Breakfast Club and better off dead. Then the Rock Hudson jokes, but no jokes about Ryan White, the kid born the same year as you, whom they wouldn't let go to school because he had AIDS from a blood transfusion. Parents of other kids and teachers scared out of their minds. John Cougar and Michael Jackson and Elton John and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar become his friends. Alyssa Milano gave him a kiss. Ryan White proved you could get AIDS if you weren't a homosexual, which some people seemed to fear more than AIDS. But he was just a little boy. Another innocent in a circumstance like the girl who wrote the letter and went to Russia then died in a small plane crash somewhere back east right before you start high school. And you think, how can someone get all the way to Russia and back only to die in a small plane crash in America? It doesn't make any sense, but it recalls the not-too-distant past in Rapid City when your entire sixth-grade class wrote letters to Lyle Alzado the L.A. Raiders football player your teacher knew from when she tutored him in college. No answer to the letters, which didn't upset you, except you thought maybe your teacher, one of your favorites, was embarrassed that someone she once knew and helped had turned his back on her, now that he was famous. 
like Madonna had to her own flesh and blood. The year of Madonna, really. Desperately seeking Susan. Marrying Sean Penn. Sean Penn firing at swarming paparazzi in helicopters, waiting in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven to ambush someone safe, but sympathetic who could buy you the penthouse magazine with Madonna on the cover. The photos, not as good as the ones you'd seen in Rapid City on Rodeo Weekend. The dumpsters full of magazines you'd never heard of. A hierarchy quickly developed. We penthouse playboy. Penetration, the difference maker in your mind, but not just yours. Madonna is the first celebrity you've seen fully nude, and even after you've hightailed it out of the 7-Eleven parking lot, you can't believe what you're seeing. Like the time someone on the basketball team had a VHS copy of Faces of Death, or the film you needed a permission slip to see in junior high, the choose-your-own-adventure about how babies are born. You've been listening to Typical of the Times, Growing Up in the Culture of Spectacle by Jamie Clark, author of the novel Garden Lakes. <laughs>